You're listening to Mental Break with Brian Schrader. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's Brian Schrader here with you, as always, for another episode of the Mental Break. Let's get right into some self-care today. All right, so what we're going to do is something a little different. I try to mix it up, um, and you may think I'm a little crazy for this, but it truly can be effective for people in terms of self-care. So being as though it is the Christmas season or the holiday season, depending on you know what you celebrate, if anything, let's just take a moment to home. That's right. I said it. We're going to home. And what I'm going to ask you, just for a brief second, okay, because it's going to get you out of your comfort zone. So hopefully you're in a private place or if you're comfortable, do it in front of other people. All right. What I'm going to do is we wish you a Merry Christmas, right? So we're just going to do it briefly. We're just going to go. All right. May sound a little off. My apologies. The basic idea of it is just hum, even if it's. You know, whatever it is, you got a song, you're listening to the radio, you're jamming in the car, or you just got to work, but you have this song that's in your head. Hum it. No problem. It actually does. It's been proven to be helpful regulating emotion. All right. We'll be right back with today's episode, continuing on with the couple's theme today. So also, I just posted a video on my Instagram account under Brian Schrader. Uh, if you're not um, connected with me, you can request it. Um, it's on, you know, the same theme in terms of uh, it's, it's uh, encompassing family genograms or, or family structure, but it's really a good one. I encourage you to check it out. All right. Be right back with today's episode of The Mental Break. You're listening to Mental Break with Brian Schrader. All right, we're back. So, are you ready for the uh, holiday season? You know, it, it's one of those things that I feel like every year I'll try to pre-plan. And the issue that comes up is I just kind of put it off and put it off. You know, my intention is to get it done, you know. But the one thing I have found this year is that the gift I got my wife, for example, I think she is going to be really excited about it. It's Something that I think will tug at her heartstrings, to be quite honest. I, I'm pretty excited about her, her getting it. And how beautiful is it that nowadays you can get a text response or a text update saying, hey, your package is in such and such location. It should be here on such and such date. And yes, it's been ongoing for other things. But I, for this particular gift, I'm really excited that I... I know it's going to be here before Christmas. Even though I procrastinated, it's going to be here before Christmas. So for that, you know, really great thing. Also, you you know, the idea of giving and how, how the idea of giving is supposed to be more powerful than the idea of getting. Well, I was listening to the radio station today as I was dropping my kids off for school. And there was a study that was quoted. And it, had, it was a five-year study, I believe. And people were given, you know, and I don't know exactly what the demographics were for the participants, but essentially these people were given money and they had the option of spending it on themselves and or, you know, 
giving the money to somebody else or buying somebody else something. So the people who had spent the money on themselves over a five-year period of time actually were found to have a, a lower level of happiness than those who gave a gift or the money to somebody else. So it truly has been shown, as it has been in other studies as well, that giving is truly better than getting. Um, and I don't know about you, but as I get older, I don't feel so excited about getting gifts, right? So I'm 38 years old. Um, and I remember as a kid, Christmas was my favorite holiday, which still is. But at that time, my idea was, wow, what's Santa going to bring me this year? What am I going to get? You know, I'm so excited about this. Nowadays, I am excited about my kids opening their gifts. You know, my wife opening her gifts. Seeing my parents open their gifts. You know, and everybody else. So, I love this time of year. Um, if you're in the Northeast, uh, it may or may not seem like Christmas to you. I know where I'm at. It's darn near the 50s. Um, and I'm in North Central Pennsylvania, so it's a lot. Although a year or two ago it was 70 degrees on Christmas. So for those who say global warming doesn't exist, I would ask you to explain that. But uh, regardless, um, that's uh, kind of strange if you're in the Northeast. All right. So let's get into it. So, as I said, we're going to stick with the couples theme. Um, and then afterwards, I have cool announcement. I'm, I'm really – it's something I'm working on. Um, but I'm excited about the opportunity, a, a couple of different opportunities. And I'll explain that here in just a second. So what we're going to do is we'll take a quick break, and then we're going to get into today's episode of The Mental Break, specifically on couples. You don't want to miss it. Trust me. So if you're in a relationship or if you've ever been in a relationship with another man, another woman, you know that we disagree with each other at times. Um, Dr. Susan Johnson, who has written about emotional focus therapy, um, will, you know, point straight out that we as partners, husbands, spouses, whatever you want to call it, know exactly how to push the other person's buttons, right? Well, John Gottman and his wife and I believe his daughter, if I remember correctly, um, you know, take more of a behavioral approach on couples therapy and, and studying and examining couples. And they've come up with the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I mean, if that doesn't sound intense, right? I mean, I don't know what does. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over each and just think about, do you and your partner ever participate in any of these behaviors? And if so, we'll talk about when we get done with them the four um, types, what some issues could come up as. So the first one, criticism, which is the blaming a relation. Yeah, yeah, I can't even speak here. Oh, my goodness. So criticism is blaming a relationship problem on a personality flaw in your partner. Okay. Two, contempt. It's when you combine criticism of your partner and descriptions of your own superiority and disgust with your partner. 
Three, defensiveness, which is defending against your partner's criticisms or contempt by either denying any responsibility for the problem. Who does that, right? Or acting like an innocent victim or counterattacking your partner by criticizing him or her while ignoring his or her complaints, right? So this is all just kind of an interesting setup here. And four, stonewalling which is found to occur mostly in men. They just, you know, we demonstrate this behavior. Think about this though for a second, because women can do it too. So stonewalling involves chatting down, or excuse me, shutting down, not chatting, good Lord, shutting down completely and refusing to offer any verbal or nonverbal responses to your partner's statements. Stonewalling may be accompanied by flooding, which is a physiological reaction of a fight or flight state. So let's look at, Criticism first, right? I, I mean, I think a lot of times this is one of the more common things that I'll see as a couples therapist. Um, you know, and if you've watched my video on Instagram, there's an example of criticizing, right? Uh, but criticism is a very common thing. One person saying, you know, hey, the problem in our relationship is because you're lazy. Okay, and then moving on to contempt. It means combining the criticism of your partner, so you're lazy, with descriptions of your own superiority and disgust with your partner. You know, the problem in our relationship is that you're lazy. I'm the one that works my butt off all the time, and I'm sick of you sitting around and doing nothing. You need to get a job. Defensiveness, okay, is defending yourself against your partner's criticisms or contempt by either denying any responsibility for the problem, right, or acting like an innocent victim or counterattacking. So, you know, combining one or two, you know, the problem with our relationship is that you're lazy. You need to get a job. I work my butt off and I'm sick of it. You need to get a job. Meanwhile, the other partner says either they're like they're completely just stonewalling and they're shutting down and ignoring and refusing to participate in it verbally or non-verbally. Maybe they'll even walk away. Or they'll just sit there and continue, maybe watch TV and not focus on you, right? Seem like they're not even participating. Or they may counterattack and say, you know what? I've been looking for jobs. I can't look for jobs when you're constantly putting me down and you're being a prick. You know, your job doesn't bring much money in. Or they may be denying any responsibility and saying, you know what? If I wasn't home, then who would have dinner ready? Me not working is not the problem in this relationship. It's the fact that I don't get any respect for my role. Right? Ever hear that? All right. And then going into number four. So I hinted at that when, you know, shutting down or refusing to participate verbally or non-verbally, right? Watching TV, just kind of looking off or maybe walking away. But also the idea of the physiological response of fight or flight right? Which can come in there. So stonewalling, like they say, you may either participate or you may refuse to participate verbally or non-verbally, but it can also accompany that fight or flight. So maybe you run or you walk away because you're like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm either going to sit here and we're going to go toe to toe or I'm getting the heck out of here so I can avoid that. So think about that. Flooding also is an emotion when you're feeling overwhelmed, right? But that's that's where the fight or flight comes in. You're going to stay there and fight or you're going to leave, right? Flight. So think about that in terms of your relationship. 
Any of those things that you can think about that may play into your relationship. And also something else to think about as the dogs decide to start barking is how many of these do you notice in your relationship? Criticism's not uncommon. I'm not giving okays here as, oh yeah, we should do these things. I'm just saying common versus uncommon. Criticism is very common. But when we start adding these things in, defensiveness is not uncommon. Stonewalling is not uncommon. Um, I think contempt is really the thing that gets me because that's combining criticism and um, really putting yourself above your partner. And really, if you're looking at partners, they need to be um, as close to 50-50 as possible. It's never going to happen 50-50 guaranteed. Not specific. Are you always going to be on the same page with everything? But I think it's important that you, at the very least, um, try to not put yourself above your partner um, in a derogatory way, right? So um, the problem is when you start combining these. And I don't have the specific numbers. John Gottman has written some fantastic books. You're welcome to go look those up and and read those and see the specific data. But uh, essentially, if you start combining these, um, that's when um, separation and divorce can be more likely. So if you're noticing combinations of these going on and or the frequency of any of these is, you know, either has gone up as many couples tend to not enter couples therapy until things have gotten kind of to a breaking point, or if you're just finding that, hey, this is something that we really need to work on, then I would suggest you find a couples therapist locally and, you know, get working on on a reduction of all this, improving communication skills, right? Not stuffing, processing, improving, building that, that um, emotional intimacy, right? That safety, that ability to process problem, problem solving, healthy communication, those will help reduce the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I want to just say too um, that I was approached the other day about um, adding some interviews onto the podcast, which I think is awesome. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out the ins and outs of how I'm going to do that with the with with what I have. Um, but I have some ideas. But what I would love for everybody who listens to do, or if you're willing to do this, whether give me a shout out. And if you have the Anchor app, you can do that, and you can look up how to do that. Um, or email me, Brian. Uh, yeah. Email me, Brian, at Schrader, S-H-R-A-W-D-E-R, clinical, C-L-I-N-I-C-A-L, consulting, at gmail.com. Or hit me up on Instagram. You can find me under Brian Schrader. Uh, and let me know maybe some some areas you would like me to find some people to interview on here. So bring some more information in as well. Um, so our next episode will be roughly next Friday. So um, and that'll finish off the couple segment. Um, but after the new year, some ideas. So I have uh, one person who I am looking to interview actually. No, that's not true. I lied. Two or three people I'm looking to interview. Um, I have to get those set up. But some uh, interesting topics. So don't go anywhere. And let me know any interest that you have in terms of information on the mental break. Again, we deal with health and wellness across the board, not just psychological, not just couples, not just uh, behavioral stuff, but things that are going to improve our lives. So 
I'm going to be doing a segment coming up on health and wellness. Specifically, I've got a real good person coming in that I'm going to interview about that. So I encourage you to stick around. And also in the new year, I'm looking to interview on substance abuse, specifically um, treatment options, supports, and things of that nature coming out. Um, And some many, many more things. So as we get into the new year, make sure you're sticking around and checking out the middle break. Again, thank you, everybody who listens. I am very grateful for that. Uh, Hit me up with any questions and uh, take care of yourselves and have a wonderful Christmas holiday or whatever it is, Festivus, whatever it is you celebrate. And check out my uh, video on Instagram, too. Um, It may also be under my uh, Facebook for those who are there. All right. I'm out. Take care, all. Oh, 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 oh,